The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. Arm shares more than 50% higher. The bullish outlook is something we can now discuss with the CEO, Rene Haas, joining us. And Rene, you must feel vindication. You were trying to tell this story at the IPO, and boom, you deliver. Uh, well, thank you, Carolyn. Yes, we, we're really happy with, uh, with the results that we, uh, that we uh, posted. Uh, additionally, very, very good feelings about the forecast going forward. But, but as you said, uh, this is really the results of strategies that were put in place a number of years ago that are now just really starting to come to fruition. Yeah. When we think about the vindication, when we think, though, still about basically more of your technology going into more types of equipment, you've managed to see a diversification out of phones. Paint us the strategy of ARM going forwards, because many would say, actually, you're not just well, the overall designer of chips. You're basically making the chips. You're fabulous in some way. Is, how do you see that relationship going forward with Qualcomm, for example? Well, a lot of folks, you know, as you said, um, didn't really understand the company well and, and where we fit. And, and obviously, we had a lot of growth attached to the smartphone market. But ARM is in a lot of devices that people may not naturally think about. Uh, we're in a Tesla vehicle. We're in a Ford F-150. We're in a uh, Ring smart camera. We're in a Samsung TV, a Samsung smart appliance. So just about every device you can think of uh, has ARM inside. And just about every device you can think of needs more and more compute particularly as, as AI is now driving a whole new demand cycle. Mm. Talk to us about AI. Jeffrey is really singling that out, the analyst there, saying that this really shows you're a beneficiary from AI. But where does the AI focus come? You, of course, were at NVIDIA before. They are all about AI accelerators. And I'm interested as to whether or not that would be an area that you get into other than servers. Well, right now, NVIDIA is a great partner. Uh, their Grace Hopper chip, a super chip, uses uh, a lot of ARM CPUs in combination with their GPU, which is a really, really great solution for uh, high-end AI training in the data center, as well as inference. But when you start moving to smaller devices, say smartphones or PCs, well, AI is going to run there too. Uh, if you look at some of the recent announcements by, by Samsung and Google relative to their smartphones, there's a lot of things such as circling an image on a browser and then having that browser go off and do search based on the, uh, the circle, that's AI. That's actually running in a smartphone. And what we're seeing is really a drive for more and more compute capacity to run these AI algorithms, some that people don't even know what they are yet. But what designers want to do and need to do is future-proof their designs with more and more compute. And that is really driving a, a strong uh, licensing cycle for us in terms of more demand. Rene, we've been at pains to kind of help the audience explain how your business works. You know, the royalty side, I call it the building blocks of chip design, and then the licensing side, managing the interaction between the underlying design of the chip and the software it's intended to interact with. And what you said to the street is, smartphone isn't everything anymore. It's a third of our business, but somehow you're also boosting the, the royalties that are coming in on that business. Just explain how that dynamic is working. Smaller proportion of overall, but you're basically making more money per deal. We've got two things kind of going on in the smartphone market. One is 
we've moved to a, a higher version of our processor, what we call version 9. And the royalties associated with the version 9 are, are roughly double than that of version 8, and that's growing. Uh, last quarter, about 10% of our royalties came from version 8. Now it's version 9, it's about 15% and growing. So that's happening. But secondarily, people are putting more V9 in their smartphones than they put V8. Uh, what does that mean? Well, it means more processors to handle these complex tasks such as AI. So what you have is a compounding effect. Uh, increased rates from the new version, but more and more compute because more and more compute's needed to run these complex uh, devices. So it's having a, a real growth effect for us. Rene, what happened in China was a surprise. How long does that continue for? You know, China follows the rest of the world for us, Ed, in the sense that uh, where we're very strong in the rest of the world vis-a-vis -vis data centers or EVs, uh, China follows that. And the reason is that the software ecosystem, which is global, that is really predominantly ARM-based, uh, China partners want to leverage that. And one thing that China is very unique about is speed. They want to go as fast as possible, develop products as quickly as possible. Well, the software base allows them to develop products very quickly that the market will adopt. So, uh, you know, there's been a lot written about China headwinds in the market, et cetera, et cetera. But for us, uh, China has been a great market. Overnight, Rene, SoftBank, which hold 90% of your company, said that they're going to put you at the center of their AI strategy. Uh, how much say are you going to have in that if SoftBank is kind of dictating how they see your role in, in the play out of AI infrastructure? Well, I can speak from kind of two hats. One, one is as the uh, CEO of ARM, and the other is as a, as a SoftBank board member. I'll speak to the former uh, primarily here. Uh, we believe that AI uh, is the most profound opportunity uh, in our lifetimes, and we are only at the beginning. When you think about artificial general intelligence and what is required to make that happen in terms of compute, power efficiency, energy, those are all great areas for us to be involved in and focus in. So I think uh, AI is not in any way, shape, or form a hype cycle. I think we're in incredibly early days, and I think it's going to have amazing impact on our planet. I mean, extraordinary. We're still just looking at your share price now, rocketing up to about 60% on the day, up more than 70% over the last five days. Are there any areas of concern for you? You were just talking about the macro picture, for example, being in China that actually has played to your strengths, even though the rest of the economy we slightly worry about, China's still a bright spot. What about geopolitics? What about the international role that you have as ARM? Yeah, it's a great question. You know, I think for CEOs, uh, particularly now in the semiconductor world, uh, the geopolitics, government relations, things of the nature, five, ten years ago, that wasn't something that we had to worry about a lot. Now it's obviously front and center in terms of how we think about uh, the world. I think for ARM, uh, I don't know that our issues or concerns are any different than my peer group faces. Uh, we all ship globally. Uh, we think the world is a better place when it's an easier global ecosystem. But we're also mindful that we are in very different times than we were five, ten years ago. Rene, a question from our audience on social media for you. Will you start doing business directly with the software ecosystem in the context of um, AI edge computing? That's what they want to know. We do a lot of business with the software ecosystem in the sense of that they're incredibly strong partners to us. Uh, when you think about Android as a software ecosystem, when you think about Windows, when you think about everything going on with open source software, uh, that is something we are incredibly involved in, particularly from a technology side. 
Because at the end of the day, uh, the, what makes ARM so pervasive, it's a software ecosystem uh, like no other. So software is front and center of what we think about in terms of all of our engineering engagements. ARM CEO Rene Haas, stock soaring. Great to have some time with you. Thank you so much. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.